1: And welcome once again, everyone, to another edition of Poker Action Line. We're very happy, very happy to be doing the show because we're alive, Joe. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I wasn't quite sure that was going to be the case.
1: Yeah, it really, uh, really was kind of a unique situation. Uh, we talked about it last week in the, uh, in the little abbreviated show that we did as we were preparing for the storm. And, uh, people know the news by now, obviously on the heels of Hurricane Harvey. Uh, People are really going to have to dig deep uh, because they've already given to that cause, and now hopefully well, people will still contribute uh, and, and, and help people in the yeah, South Florida and, and the islands.
2: And let me tell you, yes, the islands really got devastated. I mean, that's just so sad to see what's happened in St. Martin, St. Kitts, Barbados. You know, there, there was a report that 95% of the homes were uninhabitable over there. You know, this morning. I've been staying Dave, you know, at my co- at my ne- um excuse me, at my brother-in-law's house for the last 3 nights because we right before I got on the air, I found out from a neighbor that we got uh our electricity back. So my brother-in-law was, you know, God bless, never lost his power, you know, and and you know, put us all up. It's a close family. But today I saw the the today I saw the uh the news from his house and you know, they were watching Isla Morada and this one guy was standing where I was looking at one building that looked destroyed and you know, you see it all kind of crumpled up and everything else. Then he realized then he tells us, you know, this was a three story hotel. Wow. And you know, I thought it was floor. a one story <laughs> and yeah, and so, you know, that was dangerous and as you mentioned with with uh, Hurricane Harvey, we saw You know, people actually got very prepared here, Dave.
1: Right. They were ready. I was,
2: was, you know, very grateful that my oldest daughter, her husband, uh, paid for them to leave town, so they fled all the way up to Atlanta. Um, You know, we we weathered it out out here. But, you know, I feel very blessed. Even though I've been without electricity for three and a half days, I feel very blessed that, you know, we... We dodged a bullet, Big Dave.
1: Well, we did, and uh, I actually evacuated to my sister's house up on the west coast of Florida in uh, the Clearwater area. and uh, which, which at one point did not look like a good move. It looked like ground zero there for a little bit. But uh, just to recap a little bit, most of the people have heard and probably are tired of hearing about the storm uh, uh, down here. It affects us directly, obviously. Uh, came through the islands, just absolutely destroyed Barbuda and, uh, and some of the smaller islands down there. Um St. Martin, I just read, as is, is a poker angle, uh, they were actually going to host an international WSOP circuit event in November, and they've already canceled that, so it's just wiped, completely wiped out. Well, down there. put it this way, I haven't heard
2: yet, obviously, since it's only been a few days from Carnival, but I'm, my wife and I always get away for our anniversary and in, in our birthdays, and this year we're taking a cruise, and one of the stops was supposed to be St. Martin's right. and St. Kitt's. So, obviously, I'm assuming that Carnival Cruise Line will uh, change the itinerary, uh, you know, unfortunately, because of the the devastation that's occurred on those islands. And
1: there's obviously a huge effect on poker. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, I want to get into a little bit of discussion about how, Joe, since you ran your room for many years... And always had the constant reminder that uh, hurricanes were just around the corner when it got to the summertime. Uh, Certain preparations had to be made, and uh, you really have to feel for a lot of your employees. So I want to get into that in just a second. But the storm, of course, went just north of Puerto Rico, just north of Cuba, uh, made its turn, and just hammered uh, the Keys, uh, especially, well, Key West got hit hard, but uh, Middle Keys, Big Pine Key, Cudjoe Key, uh, some of the middle keys down there got blasted. I didn't know this
2: because obviously, by the time this had occurred, we had lost power, so right. you know we weren't hearing this. But luckily, I was able to get you know listening to it on the radio. Did you know that uh, that? The original eye broke once it hit, like, the Key West, yes. right above Key West, and then a second eye formed right around Marathon. Yeah, well, and that Isla actually weakened Morata. the storm
1: a little bit, the yes, second eye
2: wall. It did, because it was wider, it was bigger, so the storm winds, you know, the, 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 the spinning winds right around the eye made it stronger, but it did last longer because of that. Right. It did last longer in our area, so... We didn't get the devastational winds that we got, even though if you look around some of these neighborhoods, you wouldn't believe that. Well, uh,
1: I think Miami got it really bad, Fort Lauderdale not so much, because there was actually uh, some of the outer bands, not outer bands, just part of the heavier bands of the storm, uh, the way it came up was just over Miami for... Hours on end, just continuous rain and high winds. And,
2: and as people know, we were on the dirty side of the storm, right, as they yep. like to say. You the know, Northeast we were,
1: Quadrant is always the uh, worst uh, so, tornadoes you know, and that sort
2: We of. were grateful. Listen, and again, as I tell everybody, as bad as everything could have been, you know, all of us here went through a little... Discomfort. I, let's let's put it that way. Let's not say, you know. I, I mean, you know. After watching what happened in Houston with these poor people over there, with the devastation that that that's occurred in, in Texas and with, mainly with Houston and those suburbs right around there, we were very lucky. Yeah. You know, we were very lucky. So to me, this is more of a an inconvenience and a uh, time to you know thank God that you know that 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 moved just enough for us because there was a point Dave you know that looked like you know we were going to be ground zero Miami yeah, exactly. looked like it was going to be ground zero
1: and then it moved west it was supposed to go up the spine of the state of Florida and it ended up uh headed toward Tampa basically it came ashore uh, the eye of the storm in Marco,
2: Naples, I, uh, Naples this, Marco but Island. A,
1: but this was a tremendously wide storm, about 400, 450 miles wide. Uh, the whole wide. state was so going to be affected. The, the state. whole yeah, state absolutely. was going to
2: be affected. You know, people don't realize this. For people like you and I who lived through Andrew down here and the people who had lived here... You know, Andrew's width was 120 miles. This thing was about 460. So it was almost four times wider than than Andrew was. And, you know, and that's all that ran through my mind, Dave. I don't know about you. I remember being a week and eight hours without electricity. And, you know, obviously you become spoiled, but... You know, people who lived in homestead, and we're only talking homestead from where I live is twenty five, thirty miles. Yeah. Those people were almost a year without electricity, and and those are the ones that actually still had homes to say that they could get electricity because you know people were living in tent cities for so long. I, I, I mean, it's been twenty five years, and I don't know about you, but with this storm making coming in, and what had happened a couple of weeks earlier with Harvey. You know, it, it was vivid images in my mind still remembering the things that I saw five, six weeks after Andrew had passed by here, the devastation in Homestead and the curfews that everybody had to go through and everything that we had to go through for practically almost two years yeah. of 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 just trying to get this town back into shape and order and, and you
1: know...
2: It, I don't know. It scared the hell out of me. Yeah, well,
1: we could talk about the storm for hours, but uh, I want to concentrate on the effect on poker. And uh, I came back yesterday from the Tampa Bay area, drove down 75 uh, through uh, Fort Myers, Naples. And as I came down 75, it got gradually worse and worse conditions of the results of the storm, as you might expect. And uh, I got off the 75 at uh, Bonita Springs. I wanted to check out the dog track over there that has a big poker room and uh, see what happened. Uh, I got about a half mile off 75, and the road was underwater. So I turned around, and I couldn't get there. So you didn't even get a chance. They'll be loading. closed for, I would say, for a long time. We'll see. Uh, you know, everybody is uh, pretty resilient down here in South Florida, especially people that live in the Keys that are used to facing storms and the, and the threat of storms. Uh, you know, <laughs> most of them have said we're going to rebuild. You know, they're just uh, simply that. That's
2: nice. yeah, just so for people out in the country who doesn't see this, one of the restaurants that was boarding up in Key West said, "But uh, you know how they always put these little comments on the on the on the." on their shutters or on the woods that they put out there on the plywood. It was reservation for Irma, for, for Hurricane Irma, party of one. And, you know, uh, I think the keys will survive one way or the yeah. other. People, you know, have a different mindset down there, Dave.
1: Although, uh, you know, some of the damage was so extensive, uh, you know, a lot of people down there have money. A lot of people don't, though. And, uh, you know, some of those people will be driven to another part of the country probably at some point. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, So, so I know that they. I'm sure they got heavy damage. uh, The since the road was underwater half a mile from the place, I'm sure that they uh, had terrible damage down there. The Naples Bonita Springs uh, poker room Uh, made it back over to South Florida. uh, Made a few phone calls today. I do know that uh, the Seminole Hard Rock is uh, full bore ahead as far as the uh, circuit event, which starts. next Thursday with a 580 buy-in event uh to, they'll have the uh, September 21st through October the 2nd and they are planning full full things uh for that tournament series and they will be coming out with some announcements in the next day or two. I talked with Tony Burns today. He said they're very excited about this event and it's uh it's going to happen. And uh you know, he's kind of uh, wondering what's how it's going to affect uh, the turnouts. Uh, He believes that the people who follow the circuit, the tournament grinders, are still going to come and may drive some people away from having trouble getting a flight or something like that. But he said, you know, he thought that group of people would turn out. He said, some of the locals you always wonder. Uh, You know, huge financial impact of that storm on people down here. And poker is a game that you use. uh, you know, uh, discretionary uh, funds to uh, quote
2: disposable
1: uh, income. as It's it supposed Absolutely. to be right. You and know, a lot of that was disposed last weekend. So yeah,
2: uh, but you know what, Dave? <sighs> like I said, I you know I'm extremely grateful. You know, even though I was without power for three days, slept in a freaking ninety-something degree room in my house. You know, it's it, it, again. You spent some money, you know, getting the water, getting all the supplies that you get for this. And once you survive something like this, Dave, I don't know about you, but, you know, my experience has been in the past when we've gone through some scares like Wilma and... You know, when we thought Katrina might come towards us, and I can't remember that one year. Where I remember it seemed like every other week a hurricane was coming right yeah, at us, but it actually, but it actually went through central. It really destroyed central Florida because it kept coming in from from the Atlantic and from the Gulf, and it just kept hitting that Orlando, Melbourne, and all that, those areas out there.
1: Yeah, there was an area in the center of state. I think it was Avon Park or something that was like a hit it was like the crossroads. Yeah, it was amazing, you know, and
2: but but we went through the fear of it because we we you know that thing could have wiggled and hit us. But you know what I found out, you know, being as a manager back in those days and everything else is people were so grateful you know, to get out of it. You know, the cabin fever. Of, yeah. You
1: know, the well, fear poker, factor. poker will take care of some of that, but you got to have money to play too. You know. Yeah, you but I have. think it's the escape. You know. Yeah. We we know
2: these tournaments. Some of these tournaments are expensive, but you know, people do play two, four limit. You know, limit poker. It's it's a matter of just you know. For the serious poker players, Dave, they have their money set aside for that. I'm more concerned about the locals who play not to make a living, you know, but but if they have a couple of really bad weeks it could affect their lifestyle a little bit and you know these some of these people as we know down here that chase those very nice high hands that are offered by the by the poker rooms down here and you know they're the ones that I'm more concerned about and they seem to be the happiest to get back on on track you know the the professionals and the and the professional tournament players you know it's 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 a bump in the road yeah. that's all it is for them that at least that's been my experience with them you know they don't take it that seriously and guess what i don't think too many of them even you know uh You know, wait out the storm down here, the ones who are from South Florida. They just jump on a plane and go play a tournament somewhere else.
1: Well, it doesn't seem to have slowed down a lot of the rooms down here. I called the aisle today. They are open. Uh, The Gulf Stream opened yesterday. They are open now. Uh, The Hard Rock is open uh, with some pretty nice crowds from what I hear. And uh, they will be hosting that circuit event uh, starting next week. On Thursday it begins. Uh, The one that suffered badly was uh, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras which is uh, in uh Hollywood not far from Gulfstream but supposedly they had damage to the building flooding uh they still have not reopened uh I haven't got any official word on when they will reopen but uh, uh rumors out there among poker players and among competitors say they could could be a week could be a month you know so it could be uh uh, quite damaging to their business because they it, have such a uh, great it, deal of competition. It
2: is because just like Dania, you know, like, you know, the Dania, Magic City, Gulfstream, you know, you're you're, you're in the center of the lion's den, as I like to call the, the yeah. poker action Absolutely. down here, you know, because you've got the aisle just a little further north. The, the big monster in the room is obviously the hard rock. You know, and then you've got the casinos in the south, you know, in Dade County with Hialeah putting up unbelievable numbers. And, you know, being closed for – if they're closed for a month, you know, obviously they are going to have to come up with some incredible, you know, promotions. They'll get, you know, obviously a certain percentage of their fan base coming back, their customer base coming back. But, you know, this is a chance – you know, uh, for the other rooms, including, you know, Dania. Even though I haven't worked in two months because of what happened to me with the stroke, you know, to try to take advantage and try to win over some of their more loyal yeah, fans exactly. yeah, and have them easy. become and have them become, you know, your customers.
1: Also, a huge effect on employees, and I want to talk about that when we come back. Uh, you're listening to Poker Action Line. We're going to take our first break. Uh, I will tell you that, of course, the uh, WSOP circuit uh, moves on. They are playing in Biloxi right now. The series up there. Then they will go out to California for the first time for the circuit in Thunder Valley up in the Sanf- San Sacramento area, and then they'll be back down here in South Florida. So we'll follow all those results over the next couple of weeks. Uh, the WPT is in New in uh, Atlantic City at the Borgata, and they are uh, playing events nine and ten as we speak uh one's a small uh, PLO mix game and the other is a called the Almighty uh, that's currently being played right now. So we'll check on some of those results if we can, and uh, we'll keep you up to date. I do want to talk about uh, the effect on the, on the employees, because a lot of times they're forgotten. They just People just assume they're going to be there, they're going to have enough people, and, and they don't really uh, think about the lives of those people. But Joe, being a poker dealer and a former poker room manager, I want to talk about some of the preparations for a storm and that sort of thing. We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Poker Action Line, and we'll be back after these messages. odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the play for free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the play for real game becomes available later this year.
0: WFO Radio NHRA Nitro is all about the NHRA full throttle drag racing series. Join Joe at 7pm Eastern each Tuesday night for the first edition of NHRA Nitro. Featuring the NHRA's Alan Reinhardt race winners stop by to talk about bringing home the Wally every Tuesday night following NHRA national events NHRA Nitro is available on demand anytime on the WFO radio application and at WFORadio.com Welcome back to the show.
1: Big Dave and Joe on Poker Action Line from South Florida. We survived Hurricane Irma, and, uh, you know, not just South Florida was affected, obviously, we talked about the Keys, Uh, we talked about some of the islands, and some of those places, uh, things were very bad, Uh, but all throughout the state, I mean, Jacksonville had uh, the St. John's River uh, overflowed uh, for, you know, a quarter of a mile on each side of the river, Uh, I don't know what the damage to Best Bet in Jacksonville was, but... uh, I'm sure things are not great up there. And then, of course, uh, you know, it got, went into Georgia and Alabama and uh, South Carolina and places like that, and, uh, and all those places got hit uh, with a pretty heavy storm that lasted for days. So uh, we're not I the only ones. I haven't been able to speak with my sister up
2: in Jacksonville, and, uh, you know, I she's... she's uh, I didn't want to mention this, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, you know, I unfortunately lost my brother oh. on this this past weekend on Saturday in Jacksonville, going through an illness that he had, and, you know, my sister had to prepare for that. That was about to come, and we knew it, and the hurricane, and I have been trying to call, Dave. I don't know about you guys, if you've gotten, been able to get, you know, uh, sell sell an Internet, but I get them in sporadic movements where all of a sudden, as you and I spoke earlier today, you sent out a group text. I got it almost 24 hours later. Yeah. So I don't know if, if everybody down here, how that's working out for everybody, but I have tried to reach out to family members. I've gotten like a text or an email from one family member, obviously living in other parts of the country, making sure, asking if we were okay, and I haven't been able to respond to them. So that's one of the issues that you go through, and also that's an issue
1: that comes up. When you're trying to get a hold
2: of your employees, yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: one thing we uh, we know is that uh, the two th- two things that uh, are so very important are water and gasoline, and uh, you know, hard. It's all hard to get. You got to wait in line. They for were both
2: it hard you know, to get by, especially if you didn't get it earlier. I I don't know about you guys. I, you had to go to Clearwater, so you definitely needed gas. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I was, uh, I, was to up, I was able to fill
2: up. I was able to fill up maybe a couple of days before, and since I didn't travel too much. I had pretty much a full tank when the storm hit. Maybe just slightly under a full tank. Um, water was a little bit of an issue. I thought I needed more water than I did. As it turns out, I had a hell of a lot more water than I thought I would yeah. need. Uh, but you know, that was my big concern. And 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 the hour and a half that I waited to get uh, propane gas also. You know, as it turns out, I didn't need I didn't need uh, a tank and a half. I had a half, three quarters of a tank in my thing, and I have another tank. And you know, we kind of go overboard, sort of, and and it creates all this craziness down here.
1: Well, uh, I I'll just tell a quick story that uh, back in 2005, when we had uh, four hurricanes, uh, my family we bought a, uh, a portable generator in 2006. Uh, never used it. In fact. Uh, When both my parents passed away uh, over the next five years, after my mother died in 2014 and I was getting ready to move, I didn't really need it anymore, so I gave it to my brother-in-law and my sister, uh, who I stayed with. They had the generator all ready to go. They had fired it up and checked it out and everything. And uh, as it turned out, they never lost power. They didn't need it this time either. So, but it's nice to have, Dave. It it's was purchased, real nice it, to it's have. It's been purchased eleven years ago, and and it's been out of the box. It's been started, yeah, but it's it, never it, it been really needed. It won't be appreciated
2: needed. until the day you need that yeah, exactly. that, that, that generator exactly.
1: for you. exactly. But uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy and. Uh, you know, uh, there's so many preparations that a poker room has to make before some of these things, uh, depending on whether you're in a low-lying area like some of these rooms are. Uh, you mentioned briefly employees to get ready for. Tell me, tell us a little about what you think uh, a poker room director has to go through. Well, you've been through it. It's not think, well, but, uh, you know, a like thing. Well,
2: I've been through this many times, you know, obviously for so many years that I was down here. I remember probably Wilma was the worst one that we had down here, Dave. You know, um, as as you well know, you and I both worked for many years at Miami High Line, now known as uh, the uh, Casino Casino Miami.
1: Casino Miami, okay. right?
2: Okay, and it's an old building. The building was built 1926. in 1926. Coincidentally, after the big hurricane of 1923, completely demolished.
1: 26. Uh, was, it? Was, yeah.
2: was it? Well, it was built in 26, well, but the 23 hurricane, I think, was no, it destroyed. No, was 26
1: was the big one, and that's what destroyed the, the one in Hialeah. And the they one in Miami it? was being built at oh, the time. Is that what it later was? later that year after I the
2: apologize. I thought it was earlier that, that it had knocked the one in Hialeah. But regardless, we both know how old that was. Yeah. They, in the years that I was there, and you were there many years, more than I was, you know, they constantly were doing work to the roof. So, you know, in the different areas that we had the poker room, Dave, you know, we had to secure, you know, first as a director, you're trying to secure your tables, you know, uh, put them in in a safe area in the building if you fear that you were going to lose, you know, Take all the precautions that you can to protect. Because they're expensive. Exactly. And guess what, folks? Without poker tables, you don't have a poker room. Plain and simple, you know? Um, We, I remember we stored a bunch of them when we brought in um, the tables from Tampa, when we closed the Tampa highlight down. And they brought all, all the equipment down here. And in one of those storms that we had, you know, even though we didn't get a direct hit, you know, we got hit hard enough. And we had a lot of roof damage, and almost every single table got waterlogged. Hmm. Chairs got destroyed. I mean, you know, th- I mean, you're talking tens of thousands, if not almost a hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment got destroyed. Okay, so that was always my first, my first worry as far as the room was concerned. Now, what took a greater, you know, a greater thing for me. Was the safety of my staff right you know of the employees I always wanted them
1: give them time to prepare
2: time to prepare you know um, I was you know thank God you know the people that you and I both worked for management there you know I at least I don't know about you but at least with my department I never had an issue with that you know they, they always allowed us to do that and you know I spoke to our people and made sure, you know, take care of what you have to. Take care of your family and yourself first. You know, if we have to, we'll re- we'll rebuild the poker room. And, you know, we never had to rebuild it from, from ground zero, but there were times that we did have to do some work, okay? And I was very blessed. Uh, I tell them this. They, they were very happy to be working for me because of the way I treated them, but they also, in turn... Worked very hard. A lot of my my young dealers, these young men who were in their early 20s, did (laughs) above and beyond, well above and beyond the call of duty to get us back up there. These were things that were never forgotten by me or my bosses above me. So, but you mentioned, you know, you said something about, you know, what about... Right here, like Magic City, could be closed for a month, maybe longer.
1: Yeah, I would like to know the effect. You think? Well, on some of these listen, because we, they'll probably still get some sort of salary. We
2: but we had scenarios where that occurred. Well, what you can happen is you start getting unemployment.
1: Yeah, you
2: understand? Right. You get temporary unemployment. Right. But as you well know, Dave, un- temporary unemployment, even if you're at the max rate, it's like 275 a week. You know, there are dealers that make. Uh,
1: make two
2: seventy five th- a night, th- and, and and that could be a slow night for them. So to make that for a week was brutal. Um, and unfortunately, through some of these storms over the over the years, I had to you know I lost some dealers who could not weather the storm, so to speak. You yeah. know, they they couldn't wait they couldn't they couldn't wait. They couldn't wait. They needed to. They needed to. And as I mentioned in the previous you know segment of ours, you know other rooms pick up your business like if other rooms weren't affected because you know the storm didn't hit their area strong whatever the reason is they open up and they take some of your business so obviously now they need they need more employees and they're looking to hire and obviously you know in this business Dave they're telling people hey you know these guys ain't going to be open for two or three months what do you you know what you can't be waiting them out over there and and fear naturally takes over. You right. you you can't imagine the amount of phone calls that that, that I took. You know where people are like you know, oh, Mr. Rodriguez, uh, uh, you know, I can't wait. You know, I, I've got little kids. I've you know, I've got one on the way. I've got you know, I'm taking care of my elderly parents. You know, things of life that we that we know happens. And you know, I, all I could tell them was, listen, you will have a job with me. You know you know that you will have a job with me, and you know I was blessed that I would say at least ninety five percent of them weathered the storm with with us and came back and you know I was always extremely grateful and you know i always I always showed my appreciation as as my bosses showed appreciation for what I did um and and everything, but you know unfortunately, some people had to leave, had to go find, seek employment elsewhere at other places. Yeah. I never held that against them because, you know, I, you know, I'm I'm no one to be judging somebody who needs to
1: make money to take care of their family. Really. Uh, poker players, uh, some are very loyal, uh, creatures of habit, uh, will stay at a certain place as long as they can. Uh, if it's closed for a while, though, they might be put onto a new habit and end up at another place. Other players are fickle that we know will chase the biggest jackpots and that mm-hmm. sort of thing, too. Those aren't your loyal players. Right. The,
2: the, your base players, as you just mentioned. What happens when you do have one of these storms and your your place of business, the poker room, the casino, is damaged and needs some time to repair? My guess is if it goes longer then two months, month and a half, 6 weeks to 8 weeks if it gets to that range, you're probably going to lose 5 to 6% of your steady, you know, customer uh, base. Right. If it gets longer than two months, two or three months, you're probably going to lose 20 to 30, maybe 35% of that fan base because they will become very comfortable at another place.
1: Right. Well, I think back to uh, remember the days when uh, Gulfstream Park had the uh, huge aquarium that burst on the second floor oh casino, my God, that's destroyed right. the second floor, the poker room right below it. They were closed for several days, uh, a couple of weeks, I think. And who benefited there? Mardi Ma- Gras,
2: Mardi Gras, because now, they're a
1: mile away. Exactly, and now Mardi Gras and Grah Calder.
2: No, not only that. Back then, Calder, Calder, Calder right, was up exactly there, right, and Calder yeah. was even though it was about four, five, six miles away. It was you know just straight due due west. You know, so it takes a while, yeah. and then you have to rebuy these players back, you know, and you hate to do that because, like you mentioned, the, there are players that will just chase the money, will just chase the high hand down here in South Florida. That's all they care about. Most of them, a lot of them are low-limit players, you know, the two 3-6 limit players, and a couple of the 1-2 players that play it like it's a 2-4 <laughs> limit game. You know, um, and those, there's nothing you can do about those. Yeah. Those, all you have to do is you hope that your promotions are a little bit better than your opponents, you know, than your competitors' uh, uh, promotions and that you get them to come there. But no matter how much you try, and, you know, as my ex-boss used to tell me, you know, the way you treat them, you do this, you know, you can bend over backwards to take care of these people. And if you're, you're lucky if you can keep 1% to 2% of them as, quote, your new loyal players that are going to be 90% of the time at your place unless there's a tremendous promotion going on at another room.
1: Well, life has been affected, no question about it. And the entire state of Florida, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago it was Texas, and uh, they say it's going to take months, months on months, maybe years for them to recover from that. Uh, it's going to affect us for, for weeks and weeks and maybe months.
2: You've always lived in... Uh, did you always live like when Andrew hit? Were you living in Dade or were you I living would, in Brown? I
1: was living in uh, Dade then.
2: In Dade. Yeah. Do you remember waking up... St- this started about three to four months after Andrew. So we're talking almost at the end of the year since Andrew hit on August 24th right. of, of 92. They started burning all the trees and all the wood and all the you know all the stuff that they eventually started picking up to try to start cleaning areas out in Homestead, and they started burning them in 9, 10, 12 different locations over Dade County. But for a whole year, if not longer, every morning I woke up and there was ashes on my car. Yeah. Every single year. I mean, every single day for a minimum of a year, if not longer. And, you know, Homestead is, you know, probably over the last few years is when it's, probably come close to getting back to to what it was and we're talking 25 years ago. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh well, we'll see what happens here. Uh we still don't have power back in a lot of places. Uh slowly getting it back quickly. Uh I think we have to give a ton of credit to uh you know the the way the government uh took care of things. I think it's been pretty good and also <laughs> FPNL and and the other uh you know, even, even national government. Uh, I can't
2: agencies. agree with you more than that, Dave. I mean, compared to what we've been through, the preparation, you know, the state of preparation that they've done, the, the, the amount of out-of-state, you know, electrical workers, fp people, you know, to get this thing going as quickly as it has. I, You know, listen, kudos to those people and thank God that you guys were here to take care of us.
1: Well, let's take our second break on a program. A uh, big tournament starting today at the ARIA out in Las Vegas called the Poker Masters. Uh, a series of 50,000 buy-in tournaments. Uh, $50,000 buy-in, and uh, the final one is $100,000 buy in And uh, it's going to be streamed on the Poker Go app, so uh, I'm going to start watching some of that tonight. Uh, the tournament starts at 5 p.m. Eastern time today uh, as we do the show here on the 13th of September. Uh, there will be several uh, days of tournaments, and most of those will be covered on PokerGo tonight at 8 p.m. If you want to watch it, uh, pick up that PokerGo app, and they're going to be showing uh, a good bit of action there. Uh, a lot of the big names, holds, uh, Holtz, uh, Daniel Negrano, and we'll talk about some of that when we return. Uh, also, uh, some other great programs on PokerGo. I've been watching some of the, those, and it's been pretty good. So uh, we'll talk about a few other things in the poker world as we head toward uh, our next big one here in South Florida, which is the World Series of Poker Circuit at the Seminole Hard Rock. The uh, WPT Deep Stacks, by the way, was canceled about halfway through. They'll have to reschedule that. That was over in Immokalee, so um, we'll see what happens. They got hit pretty hard, I believe, as well. So uh, we'll return. We'll cover some of the other action in the world of poker. You're listening to Poker Action Line, and you can always pick us up on SoundCloud on the... Uh, Stitcher app, a lot of great places to get the show. I'll go to iTunes and uh, search us there. Go to our website, pokeractionline.com, or listen to us on the Hold'em Radio Network. Some great places to pick up the show every week, and we'll be lining up some great guests throughout the fall for you. We'll be back with more after this.
0: This is Poker Action Line. There's a monster under my bed. There's a monster in my bathtub. Mine is on my dresser. There's a monster in the kitchen. For a child with asthma, it can seem like monsters are everywhere. There's a monster in my pillow. There's one on the rug. The fact is, Their next asthma attack could be triggered by something as innocent as a teddy bear or a dripping faucet, even a bath toy. I don't like monsters. Fortunately, there are simple ways you can help prevent their next attack. From putting stuffed animals in the freezer to kill dust mites, to drying bath toys and turning on the bathroom fan to prevent mold. They're easy to do, and they're part of a complete plan that could help you put an end to your child's asthma attacks. Learn more at noattacks.org or call 866-NO-ATTACKS. Make the monsters go away. Because their next breath is in your hands. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the
1: show. Big Dave and Joe, kind of reminiscing about uh, old times, uh, going through hurricanes. I talked a little bit about it last week uh, that I remembered when I was in college, and uh, one came and went through and never really hit the town that that very hard. It kind of went in a different direction overnight, kind of like this one, and uh, things were not as bad, and people woke up disappointed in the morning. I'll never forget that. I was like, are you crazy? And people were like, well, I thought it was going to be exciting, you know. You know, when when was this? This you was in uh, 1980, I think. In okay. Hurricane David.
2: And I'll tell you why. Because, I mean, I moved here, I got here in 88. You know, the last, remember, I mean, well, I wasn't, I was a little baby and so were you since you and I were born the same year. But, you know, the last big storm, big hurricane that hit Miami before Andrew was 30 years Earlier in '62, right. I don't remember if they even. '60
1: was, was Donna, I know. I, well,
2: I it was. It, I thought it was. They said it was 30 years, '62. So I don't know if they had a name and it then at that time or not. But, you know, all of a sudden people forget, you know. And we didn't have the social media and the coverage that we have today, you know. After watching what people went through in Houston with Harvey just a couple of weeks earlier, you know. You don't see people looking, looking to see if a hurricane will come by, and and, may, and it seemed like it was a fun thing, like they wanted to have a damn party with it. Yeah. Not, not anymore, Dave. Yeah, not absolutely.
0: anymore.
1: Certainly no party going on in the Keys right now. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up, uh, starting today actually, it is already underway. The Poker Masters tournament at uh, the Aria, uh, which is going to be carried on Poker Poker Go, which is the uh, the Poker Central app that they put out. And it's ten dollars a month. I think it's well worth it. There's a lot of great stuff. In fact I watched a show on there today. There's a new show called Major Wager, which is based on uh prop bets that people have against each other and I watched the one today that involved golf, uh between Daniel Negranu and Sam Samantha Abernathy. And they went to this uh this driving range in Vegas which is on top of the fort. it's four stories high. Uh there's uh, wells in each one, and it 's very high end electronically and you shoot at these targets out there um, th- That was really cool and there was a great view of obviously of the of the surrounding area in vegas but uh it, it was not a great show because the if you 're any kind of expert on golf, you could see that even a who said oh i 'm a pretty good golfer and and uh she was like a beginner and uh, they challenged each other on this contest, and he had to play blindfold, blindfolded. But uh, you could see from his golf swing that he's, ter- he's a terrible player. That and
2: he's a terrible yeah, player. Yeah, and she
1: was just a, it's a beginner. It's not a bad swing, but I mean, uh, if you know about golf, and they made it sound like, like Negrana was uh, he beat her like 52 to 19 in their point system and this and that. But uh, it was it was I thought poorly poorly it, done as far heard. as the uh, golf really? stuff. Cause I have I didn't see it so I don't know how
2: good he is but I, we've heard in the past some of the some of the you know side wages that they've had involving golf with LeBron right. was so and, and just I just assumed also. he was a at least a decent player
1: yeah it was awful uh, you know and they didn't show where the shots went they basically just showed them swing and hit it off the tee and and you could just tell I mean uh, what a horrible uh, You know, that he shanked a bunch of them, and it was all pretty bad. But (laughs) anyway, uh, the production values of the show were pretty good. Joey Ingram, uh, the podcaster, was the host. Uh, It was a fair show, not tremendous, but they do have some good stuff on there. They're carrying Poker After Dark. The new is back with a new incarnation. They are carrying uh, WPT final tables. They have a great show called Pokerology, which is like – uh, kind of a bi- biography-type show, which is very good. Matt Savage had one there last year called Inside Poker. So it's worth checking out, uh, especially if you want to see some live poker and stay up with some of the events. It's great for me, and for 10 bucks a month, you can't beat it. Uh, anyway, that all kicks off today, and I want to talk about that tournament a little bit because uh, uh, they are trying a few new tournament rules uh, to speed up play and, and really to cater to these type of high-stakes poker players. So they'll have seven-handed tables. Um, There'll be a single ante posted by the big blind each time instead of worrying about uh, each player anteing each hand. There will be a 30-second shot clock with three 60-second time extensions, Uh, and you can re-enter once. Um, No re-entry in the final event, but uh, earlier events you can re-enter once, so you can't Buy your way through, Uh, they are banning headphones and sunglasses at the tables, which is kind of interesting to see how uh, that works out. But uh, they start with 125,000 chips, play down on day one to a final table of nine, come back for day two. Uh, The level's 30 minutes with a 10-minute break every three levels, uh, registration open through level nine. Uh,
2: and what was the buy-in again? The
1: buy-in of 50000 each tournament, except the last one, the championship, where they'll buy in for uh, 100000 and get 200000 chips. So that will be no re-entry, just a freeze out. But uh, uh, tournament fees are a little bit different. Uh, as long as you are entered, uh, registered, or are in line to register, by the start of the event, you will not have to pay a uh, tournament fee. So that's inviting people from showing up late. Um, you'll have your fees uh, waived uh, if they register for the following event in the series that is starting the same day. So if you're playing on uh, day one and you register for event number two, uh, you don't have to pay the fee in that one as well. Uh, and also players who play in the four preliminary events, there's five altogether. Uh, but if they play in the first four, then you'll have your fees waived as as well. Um the, the champion will receive what's called the purple jacket. You know, we we know that we have the green jacket, green at, jacket at Augusta, the and yeah. maybe a, a couple other weird jackets on the golf tour. But <laughs> the highest uh, total earnings uh, across the five events will win the purple jacket. And uh, we know that uh, there are some side bets there. Um, he offered a bet of fifty thousand dollars, a side bet that he would win against any other player, uh, for the Purple Jacket, that is, which is for the whole event, not just one one tournament. But at least 20 players picked up the action. So all he has to do is win the Purple Jacket, he wins a million dollars. Wow. Because he wins 50000 from each of the 20 players, which is tremendous. And the great thing for him is... If he doesn't win the Purple Jacket, and one of the guys he's betting against, he only loses 50000 So <laughs> So he's putting up 50000 with a chance to win a million bucks, which is a pretty smart thing.
2: Yes, it is.
1: So that will be interesting. Uh, Phil Hellmuth, uh, uh will certainly uh, be there to play and uh, try to add the Purple Jacket to his resume. Fader Holtz is coming, and he will be having a, uh, a film crew following him uh, for uh, a documentary they're putting together. At this series. For German uh, TV? (laughs) Well, no, I think it's going to run on Poker Go. Uh, Six-part series documenting his run in the five tournament events. A total of 300,000. It's going to be called In the Life of a Champion. It starts uh, on September 13th and runs through September 20th. And I guess they'll put it together uh, pretty much immediately. So you can find that series also. on. uh, Well, it's actually going to be on his YouTube channel. He has Primed by Fader Holtz, the YouTube channel. And we'll see what happens. It uh, should be pretty interesting to, to see how he prepares. Uh, and I think I think you would get a lot out of that, to be honest. Good. Uh, a lot of the big-name players are set to be there. Uh, besides Hellmuth, uh Holtz, and Negrano, uh, Rainer Kempe is definitely going to play. Jason Kuhn. Uh, other players expected to be there, obviously, uh, Brian Rass, Doug Polk, uh, Ben Lamb, Justin Bonimo. Uh, Christoph Vogelsang, and a whole list of the big names that played a lot of big uh, buy-in tournaments. So uh, that is that is underway and comes on the uh, Poker Go app tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So keep an eye on that. The other thing is uh, they're really encouraging people to have kind of a, a dress code, and they want people to look nice and, and no shorts and tank tops and uh, the normal fare. Well, let me tell Easter you something. I've
2: always thought, you know, I've never mentioned that, but I've always thought that's a great idea especially as you progress in these tournaments, you know, and you get down to the final 27, once again, you know, we've always talked about trying to get sponsorship for tournaments and, and everything else. And, you know, you you gotta look, you know, you you gotta look percentable, you know, for advertisers and for people to, to invest in these things. And I don't know. I think that's a great idea.
1: Yeah, I I certainly do. The other one was one we talked about a couple of weeks ago, and that's the Poker is Fun Tour. Kicked off with their first event in uh, Canterbury Park in Minnesota. Uh, They're calling it a huge success. They raised money for charity. Uh, You know, not a tremendous amount. It was uh, small tournaments. Uh, Basically, the buy-ins were $185, and then the main event was $450. um, It was a lot of local small players, but they had their... Winner's Shown event where you had to show your hand uh, every time. We kind of uh, looked forward to seeing how that would work out, and I think it was uh, it was quite a success. Uh, he said that uh, that's,
2: that's kind of like a little that's like a little hook, like a little gimmick there. You know, as a poker player, that might be a fun little tournament to play for a small amount of stakes, and you play your game a little crazy. I don't, I don't know about you, Dave. I, I don't know if I want to show. You know, my bluffs, all my bluffs, uh, you know, all the bad hands that I played to win a hand if no one calls me. Um, I, you know, I don't know how you feel about that, but...
0: Nah, you, I, wouldn't,
1: I don't think I would you, really care. You, huh? I don't think I would really care. You,
2: yeah, but yeah, but if you're making this a your living... Yeah, of You, you, you want to keep your opponents constantly guessing, you know, so I don't know about that, but as far as the dressing well for it and acting well at the table and not having all the electronics and actually just paying damn attention at the table I think that's that for me at least you know would, would progress the game into an area where you could get sponsorships yeah. and everything else
1: Well they said that they everybody had fun there not there wasn't a huge turnout they had hoped to draw at least 100 players for each tournament they had 82 in one uh 90 in another and they they raised about $2500 for the local charity there uh which was uh, Second Harvest Heartland a food bank in the in the Twin Cities but it was mostly Minnesota and uh Wisconsin players so uh oh, so that was done
2: more for an ad for for charity
1: yeah that well that was one, one of the aspects off? that whenever they have a tournament they want to raise money for charity as well so okay. that was a big thing mike okay. schneider is the guy uh former instructor on on uh, card runner card runners And uh, people said they had fun. They they talked about it, and they said it was a very social event, and uh, the the atmosphere was great. So, uh, you know, they're happy with it. There was a a little bit of a complaint about the uh, structures of the tournament, that it was a little too fast. But Schneider said the goal was kind of to offer one-day events instead of these ones that drag on for two and three days. And uh, so he he was happy with the results, and I think a lot of players were too. So we'll see if... uh, if that has a has a spot in today's poker world,
2: well we'll find out soon enough,
1: yeah, anyway, uh, they're working on the next event and what they're gonna schedule, so we'll see what happens uh patient Lou was the uh champion of the uh main event, so um that's uh one of the interesting things that we talked about that actually came to fruition, and uh, you know they'll keep uh, going forward and see how it works out but uh you know there is a niche out there still for uh players who are learning tournament play and and want to get there uh you know we had our friends from the PPC that uh, you know screwed things up for their operation and unfortunately we lost a good kind of minor league poker uh, we really venue. did
2: we really did and with a with a very novel idea of taking percentage of the prize pool towards that their big thing but unfortunately as you mentioned they screwed that up Royally. yeah.
1: Well, I don't know how bad Aruba got hit in this storm, but uh, I guess there's a good chance that would have been canceled anyway this year. Who knows? Yeah. Um, one other thing. Uh, well, well, we'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, Molly's Game. I talked a little bit about that movie coming out in uh, November, but there's been uh, some people who have seen the movie thus far, and I want to talk about that a little bit. And a few other things going on in the world of poker when we return. It's uh poker action line. You can pick us up. Always on uh, SoundCloud is a good place uh, that we like to tell people to go. You can get your Twitter uh, uh, notifications uh, when the show is available. And we hope people will continue to listen to uh, some of our great guests as we move into the fall here on Poker Action Line. And we'll be covering, of course, the World Series of Poker Circuit event at the Seminole Hard Rock. It starts on September uh, sept- what did I say, September the 18th, I guess. It is. No, September the 21st, 21st, the 21st. And goes through, through o- second. October 2nd. Yep. So uh, be over there to to talk to some uh, guests, get some interviews that I'll bring in. We'll play on the show, and we'll have some fun over there with uh, another great event here in South Florida. Uh, we'll be back for our sin- final segment when we return. You're talking with uh, Big Dave and Joe here from South Florida. Very relieved that uh, the storm was not worse than it was. And uh, the only unfortunate thing in this town is you always have to worry about the next one. And hopefully hopefully that won't uh, take place anytime soon. We'll be back with our our final segment when we come back.
0: This is Poker Action Live.
1: The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. The odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the play for free demonstration. I hope that you will join us when the play for real game becomes available later this year. Final segment, Big Dave and Joe. Uh, looking at a couple tournaments going on right now. The uh, Borgata is in event nine, which is the almighty stack at a million dollar guarantee with a $400 buy-in. And they are in day 1C, as we speak. Got underway at 5 p.m. on Wednesday. And there's still two more tomorrow, 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. at the Borgata. Total of five opening sessions. Uh, So far, over 1,000 players in the first three. So uh, good turnout there and uh, well underway to easily making the guarantee. Uh, There's a 6-max event with $1,100 buy-in that starts on Friday. Uh, let's see, the Heads Up Championship for, uh, 1650 buy-in starts on Saturday, and the main event, which will be televised, uh, of course on the WPT Season 16, uh, $3,500 buy-in, that starts on Sunday, the 17th, uh, with Day 1A, Day 1B is Monday, the 18th, and then they'll move through the final table, which will be shot Day <laughs> 5 on Friday, the 22nd. So several other tournaments out there. One of the big ones always uh, on tour every year and uh, certainly look forward to a lot of big name players in that one. And then uh, after they finish that up, they'll be heading down here probably for some stuff in South Florida. Uh, Also uh, big stuff on the uh, World Series of Poker Circuit around the country. Thunder Valley coming up next. That gets underway uh, this weekend in Sacramento, and then uh, they're at Biloxi right now finishing up, and they'll have the main event this weekend there. So uh, all these tour events are uh, doing pretty well and uh, and hanging hanging loose. Uh, it's pretty good uh, turnout for everything as we move into the fall. Now
2: let me ask you something, Dave. I know we got all of this here, but, you know, at this time of the year, you know, maybe a little bit, maybe another week or two down the road is when we used to start – Getting all juiced up a little bit about that for November November 9th. nine. 9th, there yeah. you go. You know exactly where I was heading with this, and uh, I don't know. It seems like there's a little void there yeah, for me. Yeah, I don't know. It definitely know.
1: is. You it know? definitely is. I don't know what will replace that. Uh, I know World Series of Poker Europe, Europe is still coming. Uh, I don't think there's been a tremendous amount of uh, focus on that in this country. But maybe there will be this year because there's uh, there is no November nine.
2: Yeah, I was thinking, you know, okay, the November nine. But you know, m- maybe the WSOP takes some of the like, you know, the Player of the Year, the the uh, Players Poker Championship, you know, that they they have there. Where what is it? That the fifty thousand dollar buy-in? Right. Maybe maybe make some of those like maybe maybe make their top two or three you know big buy-in tournaments like the 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 the, the big one for one drop. You know, and get those final tables, and kind of spread it out to where it's, it becomes like a 10 or 12 day event in, into uh, in, in November, and bring back some of that excitement. Yeah, you I, know? I don't
1: think there's a problem with that. Uh, you know, some of the other WPT events, uh, I know, always around Christmas or the first part of December is uh, the Five Diamond Classic, and uh, you know, there, there's still some big things there. But you're right; it uh, there is a void. I think, because always we're looking ahead to that, and uh, while I think maybe it was probably the right decision to move it back to the end of the summer, uh, for some people, uh, you know, it's uh, it does change things.
2: It, it really does, you know. I, I, I like I said, I've I've preached before on the show that I hated it when they first did it, but you know, once I got accustomed to it, I kind of really enjoyed it because it allowed us here on our show to talk about some of them. You you were you know you were you know. Wonderful interviewing some of the November Niners when they would come down here for the for the Hard Rock and uh, for some of the tournaments down here, and it it was just nice to kind of have that lead up into it. You know, I think a lot of poker shows, uh, podcasts, and everything else, kind of going to miss that. You yeah. know, you you got to know the players a little more. You 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 you, you got to follow them. I don't know. I'm I, I'm I I didn't think I'd miss it this much, but I am missing reading up on them in card player and in all the other poker magazines that, that would give you the, the background stories right, on right. some of these players and, and everything.
1: No, definitely. Uh, well, we'll see. Uh, if when they go through it, if there's if there continues to be a void, maybe they'll uh, try something. Bring some it back uh, or do, you do know, something try to different. Tweak Who knows? It. So let's see. Absolutely. The other thing I want to mention was uh, Molly's Game, which is the new movie coming out uh, directed uh, by uh, Aaron Sorkin who did The West Wing and uh, The Newsroom and several other big uh, television series. He's been a great uh, writer for a long time. He wrote this one as well, but this is the first time he's in there as the director. And uh, Molly Bloom, if you're not familiar with the story, uh, ran underground poker games in Los Angeles and Las Vegas for a crowd of celebrities and high rollers and uh, businessmen, and uh, eventually was arrested. And some of the big names coming out of that were... uh, uh, Spider-Man, uh, big poker player. To- to- Toby What's his, Maguire, his name? Toby, Toby, Toby Maguire. Maguire, and uh, Matt uh, Matt uh, Damon was uh, in some of these things, and uh, some other big name players, uh, Ben Affleck and, and others. Yeah, um, we know Kevin
2: Pollock is also a great poker
1: player. Right. I'm sure he
2: played in those games.
1: Anyway, it's the story of Molly Bloom. Uh, she was actually an Olympic class skier who uh, ran those underground games mostly in Hollywood uh, before the FBI sting operation that uh, had her arrested. Uh, Pretty lady, and uh, she's going to be played by uh, Jessica Chastain, a great uh, well-known actress. Also in the film, Kevin Costner, uh, Idris Elba, uh, Michael Cera, Chris O'Dowd, and Jeremy Strong. And um, there was actually a book published in 2014 about it, and uh, the early reviews are in. Uh, it was screened at the Toronto International Film Festival. Mixed reviews, but mostly positive. Uh, 21 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, which is, of course, the film site. And they scored a 90%, with only two of 21 reviews giving it a Rotten Tomato.
2: Well, that's that's actually a very good review. I think so, that's, because that's uh, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes means it's a worthwhile movie to see, at, exactly. least, at least according to most people.
1: Exactly and uh Chastain supposedly is very good in the well, film, and uh it's very well written from what we could tell not a it's not a poker movie as he has said, Sorkin has said, but uh it is a good role for her and uh we'll see what happens
2: well listen we've been waiting for for for
1: a poker based a very
2: good poker based movie since rounders, so let's hope this is it.
1: a lot of great dialogue in the film um uh, And uh, I think people are looking forward to seeing it. You know, the last big poker film that came out was called Runner Runner and was a big disappointment. As I said, (laughs) nobody saw it.
2: Nothing has been worthwhile watching since
1: Rounders. And we'll see. Anyway, it comes out November 22nd, but uh, people have seen it, and uh, most people are clicking want to see. So we'll see what happens uh, with that film. Um, One of the other things I wanted to get to, but uh, we won't have time this week, but maybe next week, uh, some... An article I just read about uh, Upswing Poker, which is Doug Polk's site, and uh, Doug Polk and Ryan Fee, and the story was called Four Game-Changing Strategies that Upswing Poker Lab has taught me and uh, we had mentioned that he had, like, a opening hands uh, type of list, but so we'll look at some of that next week and hands that you should start with. So should be a pretty good show, and uh, we'll check that out at next week. Of course, uh, we'll be getting close to the circuit event. We'll be talking about some of that and uh, everything that's going around in the world poker, uh, including the main event of the Borgata. So, uh, Joe, thank you for making it all the way up here for the show. We do appreciate it. Uh, Geo, thank you as well. I know you've been without power until until yesterday. Uh, from the storm so uh uh to even do the regular things in life is is kind of difficult right now you know yeah, po- uh stop lights are out people don't know how to negotiate a four way stop yeah
2: well i've which is almost one of the been, worst I, things. yeah listen the the cars i've been in i've almost been killed twice so uh yeah, people just, you know, the the frustration level. But
1: Lines for gasoline are running an hour or more at some places. Uh, we haven't been able to find water at some places, although all the Publix's uh, are getting starting to get restocked now. So uh, things are getting better right. quickly, and, uh, you know, it's going to be a while before everything returns to absolutely normal. But uh, life goes on. and We're, we're going to
2: get there a lot quicker than we thought we were. I, I think, so you're, I think you're right. For that, I'm
1: extremely grateful. And uh, next time, instead of going to Tampa, I think I'll go to uh, Minnesota. There you go. <laughs> that way you know it won't follow
2: you that far up yeah, there. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, I did have a trip planned. Uh, I was going to be in Memphis for the weekend, but uh, the University of Miami football game got canceled, and uh, that, that, there's a sport there that's been truly affected by uh, the story yeah? of college football. Uh, College football. University of Central and Florida and has lost two listen, games. And listen, and the pros. We have uh, Tampa
2: Bay and the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, luckily
1: they had right. a, a bye week the same week, so at least that game will be made up. But uh, Central Florida has lost two games now, and you have to have six wins to get to a bowl. So now they'll have to do it in ten games instead of twelve. So okay. not easy. Anyway, we'll keep an eye on all that stuff and look forward to uh, the tournaments that are coming. Uh, we'll get some strategy shows together for Joe to analyze some things for you. And uh, a lot of great stuff coming up. So that's going to do it for our program. We appreciate you being with us, and we'll look forward to uh, talking to you next week here on another edition of Poker Action
0: The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies.